You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. Yo, 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 what's good? This is Reasonable Wrestling, the real, the raw, the uncut, unfiltered, underground uh, professional wrestling podcasting. Um, sorry that was my phone, but yes, yes, this is us. This is your boy Chitty Bang, and I'm with my co-host, my co-host, my co-host, the Most High. How are you doing, Chris? What's going on, yo? I want to let y'all know. Every time my man requests to do the open. He stumbles on something. Last week I didn't. I didn't stumble for shit. Last week I did. You're a really, lie. Last week that was a sharp no, intro. No, 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 no. You're a lie, and that's how I prove you wrong. You don't go back and listen to your own show. How do you expect people to listen to us and follow us at RW Podcast One and listen to us at Reasonable Wrestling Podcast? If you don't go search and listen to us on Reasonable Wrestling Podcast on iTunes, on Google Play, on Spotify, on Stitcher, you don't know what I do. You, you don't, don't know what I do. And obviously, and I know you ain't listened to last week's show <laughs> so to you, know that the, the so opening sure? of last week oh. was flawless. The opening of last week was pretty damn No, because Days interrupted the open. Uh, exactly. That's not you, me. No. You can't say that was all, all, that's oh, not my fault. Yeah, I did man. a great intro last week. And but anyways, w- welcome, welcome to Reasonable Wrestling. Wrestling. <laughs> a shitty bang. It's the most high. And we have a special guest with us. Um, my girlfriend... Yeah. Millie. Yeah, yeah. We Say got, hello. We got a special hey, a special guest, Millie, Millie. This is, uh, what do you want to call this, 2.0? Millie's Takes 2.0? 2.0. Actually, she's more like invading the show. So mm-hmm. uh, October was a pretty hectic month for everyone in our household. Mm-hmm. And uh, we weren't able to get her her own uh, episode, which we would have liked to. So what she did say was like, I watch this goddamn wrestling all the time. I got shit to say, so I'm coming on the podcast. So we have her in studio or at the round table. She got her cup full, and she's ready <laughs> to talk about shit she likes and don't like Word. as we talk about shit that we like and we don't like. So um, as uh, as we were getting the show started, CT is actually going to be, as we stated, Driving the show, 
Um, he has some things that he, he needs to get off his chest. And it's honestly things about. that I don't care about. So we're just going to let him have the stage. Hey, you may not care right now, but maybe when I get to start speaking, you have something of note to say. Um, as we know, last week uh, we had a show on Wednesday and Crown Jewel was on Friday. So we got to talk about Crown Jewel, you know, as <laughs> Chris is going to get his... His water in the fro- the freezer in the fridge that's not working. Uh, I want to just sit here and rant a bit about Crown Jewel. So let's kick off the show with that with some heat. Crown Jewel was a fever dream. It was a fever dream for the for the writing team. I honestly, it was the one of the most awkward. Nasty, filthy situations I've had watching wrestling because it was, it was just a propaganda tool. It was solely propaganda. None of that mattered, and it was like they didn't give a fuck. They threw shit out there, and poorly written, poorly structured. On top of that, it had a lot of controversy, you know. And I don't want to. I don't. The, I don't want to interrupt your rant. I just want to step in here, like, and let you know. I don't want to. I understand. But I don't also want to be the moral police when it comes to my entertainment. Now, now we're discerning because we're also two guys who don't watch the NFL currently. So we honestly we honestly do have where we pick and choose and where we want to diverge our, Absolutely. our, our, our time. The situation that happened with WWE over in Saudi Arabia... It's the same thing that happens over here. They pander. They it's, pander to an audience to get money. Hey, it's, it's, hey, it's hey, politicians. Hey, hey. It's, we just had midterm elections. Listen, listen. Saudi Arabia being over there with for Crown Jewel and the manner in which they did it is just filthy to me. It's just disgusting to me. They In the, in the wake of Jamal Khashoggi's killing and then to add Hulk Hogan on top of that, to me, was a slap in the face. To me, it shows me that money above all else was their goal to, for this show. Um, I think that WWE going to Saudi Arabia. I mean, let's. I mean, I'm not gonna go into politics, but it, it shows that we have this comfortable relationship with controversy in Saudi Arabia. We have a comfortable relationship in America with racism. If we're gonna have somebody like what with Hulk Hogan. Host the show. It's a very comfortable relationship with racism and controversy well, surrounding let's, Saudi let's Arabia. Be, let's, let's be honest. It's, 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 I'm not. I'm just saying it's comfortable. I'm not saying that Linda it's, is on the board of administrations for the president. Linda McMahon, exactly. Who's a That's principal, what, that goes to my point. But what I'm saying is, we've been through that since 2016. We have not stopped watching. My point is this: when you bring somebody back like Colt Hogan at the things he said. For a show, to, for, for, for money, it comes off as slimy, scummy, and as a fan watching it, it, it turned my stomach, honestly. Um, yes, the Saudi Arabian fan is pandering to the fans. Um, but not only that, you know, the writing staff was on meth this show. The whole show was like, what am I watching? It felt like I was having a fever dream. Look, look you can go on to the freaking best of the world, quote unquote, tournament, and, um, just the way they booked that alone. I thought that Randy Orton and Sir Remy had a great match. I'm not here to, to talk about the matches. Trust me. I, I know you're not 
we're not going to sit here and analyze every single match. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the way they've structured the show. Randy Orton uh, and um, Ray Mysterio, great match. Uh, Ray Mysterio goes on injured. The finals ends up being uh, the Miz and Dolph Ziggler, though. You know, um, after the entire night, I'm thinking maybe Seth Rollins is going to be like, you know, in the finals for sure. I'm thinking maybe Kurt Angle, maybe maybe Randy Orton, maybe Rey Mysterio, maybe she had an injury angle going into it. Like maybe he'll overcome. It was a mess. And then all out of nowhere, Shane McMahon wins the whole thing uh, after inserting himself. And I'm like, God damn this is just even more disgusting as it goes on. Vince booking his son to win the best in the world tournament. Um, I, and I'm not one of those marks where I'm like, oh, my God, he, he's not the best in the world. What I'm saying is, is that you're burying your own talent. And that's what I have a problem with, you know, just for a, a, a novelty show. Um, and talk about burying talent. Let's get into Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman. I think it's fair to say that Braun Strowman's dead now. Like, Well, I mean, so I'm going to play your role. I don't necessarily do the spoilers, but it came across my timeline of Braun being kind of like immature. So he he can't be an asset to the company if he's that. Like Roman's title as champion, as leader of the locker room, he was first one in, last mm-hmm. one out, very demanding of the other guys. He led by example. The thing is, is what is being reported, and I'm not feeding into it, but it can kind of seem that way, is that Braun has not shown the level of maturity needed for him to get the strap on, so they're reluctant to do so. I mean, clearly they don't believe in him the way that, you know, uh, they believe in Roman. I'm not saying that was going to be the case, but with Roman being injured, to not put the title on him right now, knowing that Brock... Has has limited dates and Brock costs more money and Brock is going to UFC. Everything that comes with Brock being champion, um, not the title, not being on Raw every week, it shows that they really don't have faith in this guy the way that and he's and he's right now. I thought Braun Strowman can transcend the big man role. I thought he could transcend what Big Show and Andre the Giant laid the groundwork for and become the main guy. Now, if you saw me about his maturity issues, I haven't heard anything about that. But um, I think the way they jobbed him out to Brock was. Um, Another thing that was pitiful. I just think it was pitiful. And I'm not interested in him in a Baron Corbin's angle. I'm not even really interested in him in a Drew McIntyre angle, which, I mean, I'm more interested in that. Well, we but can't, we where does Braun go from here? I don't think that—I think that was the time to pull the trigger. Well, for one, let's, for one, they have to rewrite everything. So Braun wasn't going to be the guy. It was going to be Roman. Mm-hmm. So Braun was going to be on the back burner anyway. The thing is now, since Braun is now highlighted, he has to change his ways in order to be seen differently. With him already, you got to think about it. Sometimes if somebody knows that they're second string, they're going to play like that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Now that that starter is injured, you have a chance to step up. Are you going to be able to keep that slot? You know what but I mean? But at this point, Brock has bitched him out so many times on so many different occasions. It doesn't matter. As a fan, in the long run, yeah, it could be different. Doesn't matter. The fans have short memories, but me as a long term fan, I'm not fucking with it. When Braun finally does get the title, I'm gonna be like, well, he's a transitional champion anyways, and that's what I'm gonna look at him as. Look at him as. 
when he wins it, rather than wow, I can't wait to see what they do with LeBron. It's gonna be he's a transitional champion, you know. But even think about it because he's been bitched out so many times. When somebody's that big, what can you normally do though? Like, what can you do realistically? Like, if Big Show's champion, who beats him other than a monster? If Andre the Giant's champion, who beats him other than the immortal? This is res- this is wrestling. This is wrestling. Use your fucking brain and write a storyline where you can get around that. They've done it with Big Show. They've done it with Andre the Giant. They've done it with Kane. They've done it with Undertaker. They've done it with Undertaker. They should have done it with Brock Lesnar. They've done it with Brock. Figure it out. Outside of Andre the Giant, the other people who got their ass beat was by Brock Lesnar. 2002, Hell in a Cell. Goddamn American Badass Undertaker beat the shit. In a hell in a cell. Big show. Beat the shit in 2002 against from Brock Lesnar. Like Brock Lesnar, that's his that's his game. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you line him Brock, up, I'll mow the ass at down. this point. At this point in this day and age, what what crowns you'll show to me is that WWE doesn't care about really making their new stars right now. They're more invested in the money. The, 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 they're more invested in the short-term gain of putting on a show where you have Shawn Michaels doing moonsaults at 85 and getting and no one catching him, not Kane or Undertaker catching him, and we have to sit there and, and accept that, like, okay, yeah, we want to see this shit in 2018. People do, man. You told me they do. You I did, told me people was listen, listen. To Shawn I think back. that it was a nostalgia act, but after after weeks of it, them pushing it down our throats, yo, that that shit didn't move the needle. Shawn Michaels and DX versus Brothers Destruction, it didn't move the needle. I don't and people know. did say that, oh wow, DX come back, but they didn't. They didn't do it the right way. Shawn Michaels' return should have been something better than that. And I'm sorry, but Shawn Michaels, you let yourself down. You talk about this whole vision of having this RC fartsy way of of having the whole career come to an end and and the way you want to go out. It what it looked like to me was DX. DX having their ego stroked and saying, hey, our our careers get to be have a nice little rap bow around the end of it, and we get to beat, beat The Undertaker the way that we wanted it to back in the day. You know, like, they, they get to go off on their high horse and be reign supreme in their in their defeat, in, in their, I mean, in their victory over The Undertaker. So they, they have redemption over their um, WrestleMania matches. And, I mean, I, to me, it was a waste for me. It was a waste of a match, you know. Kane's Max falling off in the middle of the match. You guys don't have it anymore. And I'm sorry to say it, but all four of you guys, I love you. And it's like, I guess killing me to say this, but I did not want to have to get to this point where your your performance became, um, how you say, I, where, where it becomes a gimmick of a gimmick, where you guys are, where we're laughing at you. For your performance, not because of you, you trying to get a reaction of laughter from us, bro. You I've know? been there, bro. What are you talking about? Since that nigga Kane was wrestling in Dockers, nigga. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I wasn't paying attention to Glenn Jacobs. Go write a goddamn law or something. <laughs> Mark Calloway should have goddamn put over Bray Wyatt and called it a career at thirty-one. And Triple H. God help me if I have to watch another half hour match. <laughs> I swear to God, man. Listen, I don't cancel my WWE network for nothing. Moral standards, uh, racism. I don't care, man. That shit entertains me when I'm depressed, mm-hmm. when I need it. Mm-hmm. I watch wrestling. 
Yes, I could watch other wrestling, but fuck it. I don't watch New Japan. I don't watch RH. I don't watch MLW. I don't watch goddamn what? Honesty. Sorry, Corey. <laughs> um, I don't. I mean, what I'm saying is like I'll go to the network. Uh-huh. So my thing is, is that um, man. I don't the crown jewel like business wise it didn't do anything they got some new subscribers and they lost some subscribers and they hoard out to Saudi Arabia and they they brought Hulk Hogan back to piss off their African American fans it, it, you know it, it's it's all about the money they don't care I do sound like and hey go go that. go ahead go 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 make your money at the at the you know risk of losing all your dignity thank you WWE. Um, but yeah, that's my. That's all I want to I mean, say about Crown Jewel. I mean, come on, we talk business and logic, man. So let's talk logically, man. This is a professional wrestling company. How much moral standards do we hold a, a publicly traded company to when they have to also save face? And we also know wrestling has had decades, maybe centuries, of being. No, 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 no. Let me let me land. Did they have the freaking you land, sprinkled? All right, all right. <laughs> Did they have to? That was good, though. Did they have to freaking sprinkle Hulk Hogan on top? Get that nigga the fuck off no, my screen. They don't have to, but listen, what I'm saying. Okay, listen. I'll, we're, I'll, I'll listen, look, guys. I'm no coon. Believe me, it's fuck Hulk Hogan all the way, bro. I'm a four feet nigga, so of course he wasn't talking about me about marrying the daughter, and I. I don't even have a hundred dollars, less a hundred million dollars. <laughs> but but what I'm saying is, is that from a business side, you know what I mean. Again, like we said it last week, like you think ABC did not know that Roseanne posted pictures on Inst- on Twitter and Instagram of as Hitler. Of course, they did. But they still rebooted the show and put it on the prime Here's time the thing. spot. Here's what I'm saying right and now. And that's Disney. Here's what I'm saying right now. That's Disney. Disney, WWE, America. You're very comfortable with racism. And I'm going to call it out at every fucking step of the way. I don't give a fuck who but thinks. But we are too, man. I'm going like, to call it out. On, every, and, you know, and that's what I'm doing right here on this podcast. I'm calling it out. I'm not, I'm not saying that business influences didn't affect what's going on. I get it. But my my thing is is that when the, when the money comes when it comes down to it, you're always gonna pick being comfortable with racism rather than um, ex- accepting that there are people in this country that are offended by the way you guys move and interact. So that's all I'm trying to say on this podcast. And and we can go into the elections that happened yesterday. You know, it, it, we, Americans are comfortable with racism, and they're going to have fun while we while we celebrate somebody who has been caught, who's been proven and seen saying racial shit. You know that that's um, offensive to us. So that's what I'm saying. You didn't have to do the whole thing with Hulk Hogan, and you know, I, I still I still um watch the show for the grace of this podcast. But if it wasn't for I this didn't. podcast, I would not have watched the show. Because I knew you weren't going to watch the show. It is for the podcast, and I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> somebody had to. <laughs> but, you know? I mean, honestly, somebody did not. I mean, the show is trash. Like, nobody really had to watch it. We didn't have to watch Hulk Hogan come out there and pander. We didn't have to go watch them pander to the Saudi Arabia thing. We didn't have to spend our WWE Network time to watch it. We could have watched something else, which I did. We didn't have to watch Rey Mysterio versus Randy Orton or Miz versus Jeff Hardy or Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley or Dolph Ziggler versus Kurt Angle or The Bar versus New Day for the millionth time. 
Or the Miz versus Rey Mysterio. But dude, they coming out on that nice. Magic Carpet was pretty cool. I mean, it was that slow, was, slow as fuck. That, I mean, goodness <laughs> gracious. I saw it on YouTube. And like, slow man. as fuck. Um, but it, it was no highlights on the show. Not one. It was no highlights on the show. It was a what the fuck show. It was a what the fuck show. And, um, uh, Millie, did you watch the show? Yeah, but I don't remember it. That's Good. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember that they were in Saudi Arabia, but I don't remember anything else. I didn't really like any of the matches, so I kind of just did my own thing. Yeah. Sorry, See? guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're entertaining no, no, people. That's what, that's, listen, that's <laughs> what we wanted. <laughs> <laughs> they should have had some Saudi wrestlers out there. That's what they should have done. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> You know, but um, going forward, let's move off of Crown Jewel. Let's go to Raw. Um, so, Raw kicked off with Braun. I'm not Braun, sorry. Bar- Baron Corbin, but a little bit of Braun in there, too. Baron Corbin came out, uh, and Alexa Bliss, he announced her as the captain of the women's Survivor Series team for Raw. So, they're, they're clearly keeping Alexa Bliss relevant by making her the captain right now through her injury. You know, she's... Um, they love her. They love Alexa Bliss. They love Alexa Bliss. What do you think about Alexa Bliss being a captain? Um, I mean, anything that's blonde and white, they're going to like push to the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Man. So, so you have a little that. bit of talent. I mean, if you can walk and breathe, and you're blonde, you're cute, and you have yeah, it's Alexa Bliss, Trish Stratus, she Summer sucks. Ray. Alexa I Bliss. Mean, Alexa Bliss sucks. Yes. I mean, she's she sits there and plays like, oh, I'm cute, I'm sweet, you know, don't hurt me. Ugh. But it's like, no, I'm gonna whip your ass at the end of the day. She's fake. She's a fake bitch. I mean, I, I love. I I personally am a Alexa Bliss fan because of the five feet of fury. Oh, but also, <laughs> what does you mean? like her because you like the way she looks. I mean, there's that. Yeah. Anytime Alexa comes out with double ponytails, go ahead and mm-hmm. and double cut me up, dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um, but at the same time, like Alexa plays a great heel. Um, also, yeah, that women. Okay, let's let's just, let's be honest. The women roster on Raw is underutilized, for one, mm-hmm. because of Ronda's push. And also, they're stagnant. Bailey and, and unless they're unless they're setting up tag division, yeah. okay, which I think they might set up a women's tag division, Bailey and Becky have, I mean, Bailey and Becky, Bailey and Sasha have been in a, in a, in a stronghold of just, of just, of, play, of just a placeholder uh-huh. Contest until they figure it out. Natalia's lingering around as a six woman. The Riot Squad has three. Mm-hmm. Um, Naya has been in and out of like you know resting and injuries coming out, and now she's doing something with Tamina. Yeah, and yeah, we'll get into that. Um, I think that the women's division on Raw is I think they're utilizing them to the best not the best nah, ability not to the best nah. right now on that show at least on Raw this week they're utilizing them okay you know they had some pretty good moments on Raw for the women but Alexa being the captain I think is smart to actually utilize her because she is a star you know going down uh, you know she's going to go down in the Hall of Fame because if you just put her moment with Ronda Rousey in her reign she's five time women's champion already like so um, they clearly see the money in her and she clearly is doing the work. So they see they she coming to work. She's doing her thing, and they want to keep her relevant in her injury. She's vastly improved. I do say that. Um, um, outside of um, Ronda Rousey, 
Who do you look at, uh, Millie Rock, on the women's roster on Raw on Monday night? Who who do you who stands out to you? Um, since you said you don't like Alexa Bliss, who do you like, or who don't you like? Fuck it. Uh, who don't I like? I don't like Alexa Bliss, like I said. Um, let's see. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. Who else? There was this new girl um, on the woman's... Ember Moon? No, it was the Asian girl, and she reminded me of... The pirate girl. Oh, Kyrie Sane. Oh, Kyrie. What, what is her name? Kyrie Sane. I feel like there's a lot of wannabe, like no, a lot of. You're like, talking about Io Shirai. Io Shirai, sorry. That was on Evolution, yeah, when you watch he, Evolution. I just feel like there's a lot of girls that are very similar, you know, and they don't have they the are. same, like, they don't have different characters. I mean, I think she's talented, but I think they should give her a different character. Like, Other than, yeah. Yeah. So you, they're all like they kind of it's like they're running out of ideas for the women. You know what I mean? So you think that they blend together for you? Yeah. So you so to, to distinguish one woman from the other, they kind of blend. Yeah. All right. Like but you know the Sasha Banks, you know the Baileys, right? Mm-hmm. You know Rhonda, you know Naya. Yes. All and right. congratulations to Naya because she killed it out there. Talking about evolution on the, yes. the battle royal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Naya, Naya did work. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that was a huge deal. I think it was huge for women, period. Um, It was, like, growing up with the revolution, okay, so growing up, I didn't watch wrestling, obviously. That's Mm -hmm. why there's Millie Takes. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, like, when I did walk into, like, cousins or uncles or whatever and watching wrestling, it was always just a woman um in their whatever bikini outfits you know with the signs up or something like they weren't really doing anything um they're just announcing so now it's like they're actually doing exactly what the men are doing you know Mm -hmm. and they're having matches that are amazing they're fighting they're also like fighting men like Uh you know they're doing they worked hard to get to where they're at now, uh-huh. you know. Um, Let's rewind not that to evolution real quick. And yeah. I want to ask you. So you, you're, they're, you're right. They're, they are fighting like the men. They are fighting just as good as the men. Mm-hmm. So that's. Um, so I want to bring up that Charlotte Becky Lynch match oh, that you yeah, watched. I love Charlotte and Becky. They're both. They're great. What do you think about the match? Um, I think they're both paralyzed. No, <laughs> no, they. That was a crazy match. Um, they both killed it. They. Uh, it was really intense. Who like that was a really intense match. Like I really wanted. It was really hard. I really. I wanted Charlotte to win, but I. I wanted. 
It was hard because I actually liked the both of them. So for the me, right it was like the right one or the right man one. I should say. Yeah, <laughs> it was one of those game. matches where it was like, okay, I would be happy with either one, but it was just such a good match. You know Incredible. what I mean? Like they were using tables, chairs, throwing each other. You, you know, can match like that match up it with was anything. just like a man. It was like better some than some of the men. Yeah, matches. absolutely. I'm, I'm not gonna say. lie. Like you can match that match up with anything they, that you you've seen this year. Yeah, and I think they proved, like they just proved to the world that they, they can do exactly. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter for women, we can still do the same thing. You know, um, and that's huge. And yeah, they they. They did great. Speaking speaking of that, um, blending in from the women, and we're bouncing back and forth between weeks and whatnot. But everything kind of blends together in wrestling. Yeah, wow, sorry, guys. continuity. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Holy <laughs> continuity of the podcast. Holy bleep. Um, My fault. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. That's why we have Millie Six here. We want to hear what you think about these matches. Um, we, we didn't get to have the, the evolution conversation yet, so that's why we're talking about it now. But you're ha- saying having Becky, having Becky do these promos and her and Ronda go back and forth on these promos is making that match the must-see match of Survivor Series. Absolutely. Absolutely. Becky versus Ronda is the must-see match of Survivor Series. At this point, that's the hottest story right now. And the funny thing about it is uh, it's all to do to Becky Lynch. I think Becky Lynch is the king on the mic. And that's my hot take of the week. Becky Lynch is better on the mic right now than anybody in wrestling. But it, right now, at this moment, because I don't, I'm, I'm not finding any legendary promos from anybody in other any other promotions right now. Um, but right now, on the main roster, Becky, yeah. Becky on the mic is the best. I do like her. She she holds the crown for the best person yeah, on the mic. I, and honestly, like the now, let's go ahead and give and kudos. She sounds like someone off Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's really what got me. I love that she sounds like what well, she sounds like. Uh, what's her name? Oh, uh, and she looks like her too. John Snow, you know, John Snow's girl first... with the red head, and she was like the badass Egret? that was fighting. All... Oh my god, that is so her. Yeah, they... yeah, yeah. Becky Lynch is. Be- she reminds me of Conor McGregor. I think she's just taking that gimmick, being I'm the man, and she's just acting like Conor McGregor on screen. To me, that's how it seems. So it's like. Um, getting off of that and you know it's just that cocky brash attitude mm-hmm. I'm loving it I'm loving it she's she's, mm-hmm. she's hit a vein and she's like a tweener in a way that I've probably never seen to get before no, on, on WWE TV she's, uh, she's the first woman tweener that can legit kind of like hold it friend, and it can be fringe to where it can make someone that's bigger <laughs> mm-hmm. like if they see Becky as like okay we're gonna ride this wave and we don't necessarily think that we can push Becky like we can push a Sasha or a Charlotte because of what we think we can do or the the prehistoric thing that we have with them. She can elevate someone with her crowd favoritism that if like like I said, my hot take is that um women's wrestling will have their own show on Fox. And like if Becky can maintain this uh relevancy over the next year or so where she can elevate people that she's with by the time she's in the ring with a Bianca Belair Mm -hmm. or she mixes it up with uh I mean hell a heel Becky against a face Naomi would be another dynamic match that we haven't seen like you know we haven't seen Becky Becky versus Oscar. Oscar Yeah, Oscar, like, um, that's gonna be killer. Speaking of Oscar, Oscar oh man shit. 
I mean, is it fair to say that she she she's blended in now? She just one of the girls. I mean, we said that also with Shinsuke, and then he's like he's uh, Nakamura, Nak America. So no, I mean, no. What that. I said with Shinsuke is that they're not using him. It's different than blending in. Shinsuke never blended in. He always stands out. Right now, Oscar is blending in. No, Oscar right now she stands out in terms of her present presentation, in terms of her booking. She's just one of the hands. But that was the same thing as Shinsuke because she still hasn't taken the L except for Charlotte. No, yes, she has. She 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 lost to somebody who else to uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville like uh, two weeks after Charlotte. Was that a she was losing back to back to back matches after Charlotte? Yeah, she has been losing a lot. Yeah. To people that I would not think that she would lose to. Yeah, so like, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't. Eventually, she'll get she'll get her time. I don't think necessarily she's blended in. I think right now they're just biding time. Like I said, and like you know, Roman's injury kind of held them with the universal title. Charlotte went out with the boob thing. You know what I mean? Um, the boob. Oh yeah. She yeah she got her you know her gimmicks enhanced. Um, <laughs> But I think that, you know, that kind of put, that's why it took them so long to flip on Becky. Because they wanted Becky to be healed. They put the title back on Babyface, Charlotte, and Bill. But once they saw that the fans wasn't messing with it, they was just like, all right, we make an audible. So let's go ahead and give, um, you know, kudos to Creative for right now how they were able to, uh, uh, Swing the pen, uh, swing the pendulum on on Becky. Yeah, that's their. I think that's also the hands of wrestling forcing them to write something. I think so too. I think Becky is also a talent that whatever you give her, she's gonna make it gold. You know, I think that especially um, with this heel turn, she's turned into something that. I think even they are shocked how good she's performing as this heel character slash. You know, baby faces gets cheered, this cocky brash character. She's made a whole new um, evolution of herself as a character, which is great. Which she needed. She needs to be refreshed. Uh, she did. She, she could have rotted on her face thing, too, and, and been still fine. But this reign is completely different than her previous reign as SmackDown Women's Champion, and I love it. So outside of Becky and Ronda, we've already talked about Oscar, who's on the women's SmackDown team. Uh, well, the women's SmackDown team seems set. It's uh, Naomi, Asuka, Sonya. They just came out and just Kamala. announced them. Yeah. They that. didn't even do nothing special for them. They just said, hey, this is the women's SmackDown team. And just announced who they are. Uh, they had no time. You no love on SmackDown. I mean, yeah, but then what you going to do on Raw? The same, no six women, the same six women tag that we saw the past, like, Month and but a on half. Raw, at least we got to see <laughs> a no, crazy the, finish the, the Ryan squad. The crazy finish, the non. Yeah, I'm the surprised non- they logic, did. The I'm non- surprised they did that. The Ryan squad came out there. If you guys watched it, you, you guys will see that the Ryan squad broke Natty's um, father's glasses, and the match just ended. <laughs> like that was it. Like it was a crazy a non-finish match. But I'm surprised they went there. Like then again, you know, they used Paul White's father's death and. Dragged him in a casket, and they're at his funeral. You know what I'm saying? So we're talking about wrestling, dog. Like, no, and they don't have any boundaries, my man. They don't have any boundaries, dog. Like, come yeah. on, they use the they use the legit man's father's death as a as a television segment. 
Mm-hmm. Like there's that, and also Triple H. But how? But Triple you H know, has how, sex with a corpse. Yeah. Uh, but but for Natty, I think that's gotta be. <laughs> let's not if talk about, your, know about bro, Listen, if people don't know about Katie Vick, really do not have, even. Really have no I'm idea what I'm talking about. Right now. Actually, I want. Okay, maybe this shouldn't be on there. Never mind. Let's not talk about Triple H having sex with a corpse. Jesus. It's one of the, the the not one of the brighter moments of wrestling this history. Um, <laughs> we're just saying wrestling has been in places that we've not necessarily felt comfortable in before. <laughs> just to I'm, let you know. Yeah. Um, outside of, um, that one, so Raw took place, they had the six women, they took place in, in the UK, now shout out to UK, I heard the attendance was eh, but the crowd was great. That was great, the um, crowd's always great in the, the UK, but again, shout out to we, our UK listeners. We get, we get the six woman tag again of Bailey, Sasha, Natalia versus Riot Squad. But it was for a payoff at the moment. At it the end wasn't of the, match. the payoff. So that's getting Ruby Heat. And, you know, so we'll see what, where this leads. Uh, it's about time they actually write something for these girls rather than put them in six man tags week in, week out. So we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. Give some time. You know, you always tell me, give it some time, let it play it out. Give it some time, let it play out, see what happens. You know, um,. On another note, we had a Apollo Crews beat Jinder Mahal. You know, shout out to Apollo Crews. Shout out to Apollo Crews. We've been on this podcast like, God damn. <laughs> God damn, son. We've been waiting for you to win something for yeah. a minute, fam. Apollo beats a former WWE champion. But to that note, that also means Jinder losing to Apollo. That that means it's, that Cinderella story is over. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Jinder, you're think, done. I think he's been done now. Jinder, it's over. You're toast. I think Cook. I think son's been done for a while. Um, no, but this is official now. When you lose to, I mean, and Apollo, I love you, but when you lose to Apollo Cruz at this point in his career, when you were a former WWE champion, yeah, it's over for you. You're not gonna ever be champion again. I mean, there's that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, Dolph B. Dolph versus Elias. Um, Elias is over. Elias is over as fuck. Elias is over as fuck, man. Elias is over as fuck. Shout out to Elias. I'm walking with Elias. WWE stands for walk with Elias. I was tempted to make that segment with Dolphin Elias best written because I think for once they use continuity with Dolph. They use continuity Elias. They put it together and made for a very good segment. For where they are right now, I'm not saying they to, to, they had a match. They Rather than saying, oh, it's just Dolph versus Elias, they wrote a good promo for them that got the crowd into a frenzy. Which um, I loved um, mostly to uh, Elias's, um, you know, his charisma. But uh, that segment was dope. They had a good match. Uh, I think Elias won, right? Uh, Elias did win. Shout out to Elias. Fucking um, shout out to Dolph actually carrying Elias to a good match. (laughs) I mean, because I I expect Elias to work, but I don't think Elias is a worker, you know? Um, also, on Raw, we got new tag champs. Yeah. AOP beat... The Baby Hawks. The, the Baby Hawks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Millie calls them Baby Hawks. Uh, she'll comment after she takes this shot. <laughs> Sponsored by Fire, but I don't drink that shit. They're new what? The, they're new tag champs. Oh, great. They beat up I Seth Rollins. Like yeah, she calls them Baby mm. Hawks. Um, and that's my worst written. Not because AOP, not because AOP wins the tag team titles, but in the manner they did it, I think it could have been done better. 
Ah, gosh. What? What could have been I'm just saying, you have this Dean Seth storyline going on, and I don't think they advanced the storyline this week. I mean, they got to... To be honest, I think they could have given us a little bit of... uh, um, not not necessarily an explanation, but advance the storyline in terms of Dean's animosity towards Dean doesn't Seth. have to have animosity. He came out after the match and and, and DDT the guy. Okay, like that it, was just like just to show on screen. That yeah, but that doesn't have to be that doesn't animosity like. He's also playing mind games. You gotta understand. He should have costed him the title rather no, than have. No, no, right? no. That doesn't make sense because then you bury AOP. Why do they need the strike? They're they're buried already. Except no, for the handicap match. No, Seth Rollins shouldn't have lasted. They weren't a damn ten minutes with them. They weren't buried. Listen, listen. You gotta think about it, man. Logically, you gotta build up Seth. Seth is going to be. Seth is about to be geared up to be in the fight in his life with his brother. On opposite sides now. They fought previously. Now it's the opposites of flip-flop. Seth losing the tag titles to AOP was very convenient without the help of Dean. And it it also puts empathy on Seth, for one. You don't need to get that heel on Dean because Dean's going to get it after the match. You don't need... AOP needs their heat. What I would have done... Is have Seth in apparel. Dean comes out and he gets on the apron. That makes no sense. He puts his hand down. That makes no sense. That's, Seth gets drawn in one more that, time. Oh my, CT, and Dean, that's, and that's, Dean pulls his hand away. That's, and that's antiquated and that doesn't work. And that story sucks. Dude. That story dude. sucks because the guy doesn't want anything to do with him. So why would he have a change of heart within the week? It's, not, it's like, him playing my games. What well, you just said, it's not him having a change of heart. It's him playing the games with my with my games with Seth. Because he just when he came out, Seth saw him. Seth didn't attack him immediately. Seth is still looking as like as for an answer or explanation, rather than um, you know when he when he gets on the ropes and the fans are cheering, and then he goes over there and he just tries one more time to tag in Dean and Dean. Drops down. Doug, if you mother... That would have been better to me than what they did. Listen, logically. Let's talk about this logically. You're my brother. You just attacked me. You DDT me on a cement concrete floor, my G. The next week, if you pull up and be on a motherfucking apron as my friend, I'm pulling up on you, dog. He should have pulled on him then after the match, whenever... when I just got my ass beat by two baby hogs. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> two, nigga. Two, two and a half men, nigga. Because Drake Maverick was there. And he had a freaking influence on I him. I don't now. have no energy to fight you at this point. I'm looking at like, damn, nigga, now? Now you want to come? And then like, Dean did exactly what I thought he was going to do. And DDT my ass, nigga. <laughs> But all I'm telling you is, if your motherfucking ass came up on that apron with your hand out, I'm going to motherfucking punch you in the face. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <laughs> um, outside of that. Uh, so I think the storyline is, you, actually, you can't, you can't, you can't fast forward this the 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 story too quick because yeah I'm not trying to hot shot this thing and, but I think that they could have done better this week with that with I that. think it's perfectly I think it's perfectly placed 
I don't think that you can necessarily write it better per se. I definitely. I think it's the perfect time to put him on the apron because they are legitimately tag team champions, and it's him playing as like you know what I'm gonna come out here and be your tag team partner and defend these titles. It's almost as if he's over there for the title rather than for Seth. But he's Dean not. doesn't care about. But he's not. That, but he's not. That's the thing. thing. Dean, but Dean that would that would also time. show that he's not that he doesn't care. But um, moving on. Um, hey Millie, what do you think about Nia Jax and Tamina tag teaming, and Nia Jax becoming? Wait, is Tamina? Wait, who is Tamina? Tamina is the one whose music played this week, and no one knew what kind of music that was because we never hear her music so- solely. She's the one who Wait, joined Nia the Jax. They, they the jumped Ember Moon. No, that's Ember Moon. I girl, whatever. Ember Moon. Remember she got jumped okay, yeah. by Nia Jax and the other woman that came oh, out in the all black? Oh, the other Samoan. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Aren't they cousins? Yeah. I don't know if they're cousins. Be ch- I don't know. They're cousins. This I is mean, the biggest Tamina push, like, ever in life. I is it, like. though? She's a bodyguard again. I mean, She's I guess been so. a bodyguard her whole career. Yeah. It's bigger now than even when her dad died, I can tell you that. Like this is the. I think they'll kill it together, but it's just, just of course, they would put them together. Well, not because they're like family, and yeah. it's like one of those. I don't know. Well, it's not, almost like, hey, you two black girls are together. Tight. Yeah. <laughs> two BGs, two black girls. <laughs> they're not even <laughs> black. They're Samoan. Okay, two SGs. <laughs> but it's Simone, like ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Too predictable. Like when you told me that they were cousins and they were both, like you know, well, there I were, was like, oh, there were adversaries last week for the past couple of weeks. But um, uh, as we saw in uh, the battle royal, they did a tribute to Roman mm-hmm. when they when they screamed and they took everybody out. I thought it was a great moment in the match. Mm-hmm. Um, however, however, you know, you got Ronda with the title. Nia Jack pulled up on her this week, and you know she's coming after the belt after winning the battle royal. Mm-hmm. She has now has as a rematch with um. Rhonda, so with Tamina in her corner, think, what do you think? I think it'll be a good thing just because um, I think it, it is predictable just because they're family, but I think it's a good thing because I feel like Naya needs somebody that's really going to be on her side because the, 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 the other girl, the little white bitch, what's her name? Alexa. Alexis Bliss. Uh-huh. What you know turned her back on uh-huh. her, and she was fake, and you know, she did her wrong. So I feel like okay, it's about that time where she Family has somebody. <laughs> well, you never know though. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. We don't know. We I don't mean, know what's gonna happen. So I feel like hopefully that she has family on her side that they'll do great together. But I think this puts Naya over. I think this helps Naya out with her character. It involves her with her turning heel with her. You know. She's been healed before. She had her reign as a babyface champion, um, and now she's gonna be healed again. Um, mm-hmm. We don't want to. We don't. I don't want to hear no bully stuff anymore. Yeah, or like, I don't. I don't want to hear, hear no body image stuff. I want you to go out there and kick ass, Nia. Yeah. Um, with Tamia, I want you guys to wreck shop. I think it's a cool comparing. I mean, it makes mm-hmm. Tamina more relevant than she's ever been, like you said. And after that, I went to sleep. So CT can tell me what else happened on Raw. Uh, mm-hmm. Raw was uh, then we had Kurt Angle versus oh, yeah, Drew McIntyre, Drew McIntyre. which I thought was a great story was a, in the yeah, match. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, if you guys haven't seen it, go back and watch it. Drew McIntyre had a match with with uh, Kurt Angle where uh, it was pretty much the old uh, 
veteran gunslinger who just is like can't cut it anymore. My thing is Drew should have chopped his ass down like he did, period. So I liked it. That's why I went to sleep. And then he beat him with his story. own moves. I mean, I like that. I, I like that. I like, but my thing is Drew has to do more. Home is where you should feel the safest. But the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. Jordan beat up an old Kurt. I think that's something he can do right now for his. For, for his, sure, for right sure. Now. But of he doesn't do have, more. But he doesn't have anything. Now that he eliminated Kurt, who else is going to go out there? He's going to have to turn on Dolph, right? Eventually. Let's, let's pass this guy out. He's got to turn on Dolph, then his next feud is going to be with Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. If he gets past Braun and they say, hey, Drew and Brock, that's what we want for Royal Rumble. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now Drew and Brock put, will be, I don't even think about that. Drew and Brock might, might be a, a good, good match. I don't, I don't I'm know. booking the goddamn territory, people. Give me the pin. <laughs> Drew and Brock out Royal Rumble. I think that would be okay. You know what I mean? Because they'll have a roadblock. I can see Brock Braun Strowman being his roadblock to Royal Rumble, and Drew getting past them, the Monster Hunter, and then he's going to hunt the Beast. That's how you run it. Hmm. And now Braun Strowman has to kind of like either like you know wreck shop. So if Drew gets it, he has to destroy everything to and get Drew. To gets Drew gets what? The title. Drew is not <clears throat> what man over what? Brock. Why not? Who so you think Drew's beating Brock? Everybody that couldn't beat Brock and Drew's Drew, a fucking beast, first of all. First so of all So you're not gonna give Braun that, that, that rub. You're gonna give Drew that rub. Yes. Alright. I totally give Drew Bro, what I'm saying is what I'm saying is someone that takes what they're this is a craft, right? Mm-hmm. This is an art form. Drew has Taking this path to make himself be the best that he can be in this in this art form, the best of what he can be, uh-huh. the best of what he can be is really really good. Uh-huh. His workout obviously is good. The guy is chiseled. The guy can talk, and his gimmick is I'm a psychopath. It works. It works as a heel. Mm-hmm. It works as a heel, not as a, as a babyface champion. I've never said beating. Drew McIntyre was a babyface. No, my point is that Brock know. needs to lose to a babyface. No, that's not your. That's the no. That's not. That's my point. That I'm making. Yes, you can't tell me my point is. My that's point not is, what she was making. And oh my like, god, my point is that Brock needs to lose to a babyface. My point is that why does he have to lose to a babyface? That you're, you're giving him the rub over Braun, who's a babyface. You know who should have gotten this rub. Braun was just a bit. 
He should never turn heel in the first place. Don't even go there. No, fuck that. And that baby face, I told you that baby face run can't go but so far, dude. Like, Braun as a baby, just how he was like, oh, the ceiling of Velveteen Dream as a baby face is only but so far. How, motherfucker? Like, Velveteen Dream is over. You know what I mean? As you can Heel see or baby back, face, over. As you can see, as you see, as you can see with certain characters, they are catered towards more towards the heel. The Miz doesn't work as a face. His ceiling is higher as a heel, just like Velveteen Dream. You know, you you watch him, the gaudiness, the flash, the arrogance, all of it screams heel, and he can take that way further as and get under people's skin. What makes a fucking seven foot bearded man a babyface, and how does he become a lovable? Champion, dude. Tell me how that. Dude, works. he was he a baby face, and he was over as hell. The only reason this summer, the only the only reason he, why. Listen, content, content is king, or context is king. Whatever the fuck Eric Bischoff say, I'm giving you a plug. Controversy? What? No, context is king is what he okay. says on his podcast because context means everything in the sense of what you're talking about. Okay, go ahead. Braun Strowman was only the fucking face. Because we as wrestling fans were tired of what the fuck they were shoving out our face. Brock Lesnar is champion for 400 and whatever fucking days. And Roman Reigns chasing him down. That's a fucking tired story that we got for fucking three years. So you're saying he's only faced by default? Only by default, my G. Only by default. Braun Strowman easily, easily as a tariff way fucking tweener. Mm-hmm. Fucking, I'm destroying everything my past to win a champion. Uh-huh. That's him. He don't have to be a get these hands, babyface cheer. The only reason why fans are cheering for him is because of destruction. That's exactly how you get him over that's, as a face. That's not as a you, face. You, you, you can say that. Wrestling is violence, listen, nigga. That's you, what the you, fuck you, we watching for. You, you we watching for goddamn you, you soap opera. What say, the fuck? You can sit there and say that. You can sit there and say that. But there's a reason why we like destruction. And when the destruction's happening on a vile, evil person, the person Bro, doing like destruction Drew on them is not a it's a matter of who you target that destruction against. That's all that matters of making a person a face or a heel. The, the, when, when the Hulk gets enraged and breaks the damn city apart, he's a heel. But when he gets enraged and breaks down fucking Thanos and he puts the work on a villain, that makes him a face. I'm saying that it's all about how you tell the story. And, and if, you, if you fail to see how you can write a a baby face big man that I can't tell you how I can't tell you tell you that you can do that Millie, I can't break that out of your mind Millie is Braun Strowman is Braun Strowman a good guy or a bad guy um the big dude with the beard and the strap and the singlet and the pants and the ponytail I'm I mean, a good guy see mm. she gets good guy you know what you don't think he's a uh-huh. good guy? A guy that can spart and kick a security like, guard's chest like, out of yeah, his fucking back is a good guy. Santa Claus. Those moments get him over. You know? In today's age... He's they, like Grandpa. Like, those, I want to go and run and give him a hug. Does, those moments of destruction make him a baby face. Style. When we see him um, kick a security guard, Spartan kick a security guard in the chest, we get, we get excited. It, it evokes emotion. And if he's doing it to the right person, he's a face. That's all I'm trying to say. And it all takes about writing the right story. 
Uh, it's, it's antiquated to think that a big man can't be a face. That's what I'm trying to say. It's no. antiquated to think that in the territory ages, oh, you look like you look like a big tough bad guy. You gotta be bad guy. You look like a, a baby I face. You have a baby face. You're a baby face. I don't it's say. Not, I don't say. Break the all rules. I'm saying is that the break. The, what I'm saying is is that monster ain't gonna get you so far. Because you allow, because that's how you think of it, though. No. You, you're trapped in that mindset. Did you watch Monster Inc. 2? Monster Inc.? Did you watch Monster Inc.? Wait, wait, wait. How do we get to Monster Inc.? I just, I'm oh comparing you. The reason why I'm comparing it is because. I love Monster Mon- Inc. Exactly. For a short period of time, that character resonates. But that's it. You can't continue to go down that Oh, my that God. Path, I cannot believe man. he's trying to relate Monsters Inc. Disney cartoon to in the box that's office what, of that's, that's what to Braun Strowman I just can't I'm down with this conversation that's what if that's where we're at with this conversation I can't no but in Monsters Inc they're supposed to be monsters but they're actually like good good guys but what you I'm know, saying they look is scary that, and bad and giant but that's exactly what, what it I'm is. saying it's is it, it, it worked for a certain amount of time and for a it certain it's all and, no 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 what I'm listen you're not paying attention it oh worked for God. a certain amount of time and for a certain age period I don't fucking watch wrestling for a fucking monster to cater to kids I watch him to that's kick a fucking guy I'm saying that's what you are saying no what I I'm just told you exactly how you portray him to get him a face and you're ignoring it I'm not ignoring it I'm saying that's not a face that just gets him cheered that doesn't make him a face my nigga Becky Lynch is not a fucking face because we cheer her She's still a bad fucking character. We just cheer a bad oh, guy. So we can do that for Becky. We can't do that with Braun. He's not a he's not a fucking face. Is what I'm saying. I can cheer <laughs> a bad guy, nigga. That's what I'm saying. You can write him to our cheer a bad guy. I I right, that okay. Monsters Inc. turned bad and like the second movie. No, no, no I'm they saying, don't. What I'm saying is is that in the second movie it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't carry over. Oh, that's really- no, what I'm saying is my <laughs> what I'm saying is monsters not monsters being nice. The monsters being nice doesn't carry over. It's nice to see like, oh, okay, we've seen it. It's been done. Oh, I've I spent my money watching it, but to see it done again, I'm like, what the fuck? These monsters, like they're hiding in people's uh, closets. We had WrestleMania. He 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 had a kid as his tag team partner and won the tag team titles. And, trash. I was there, and, and you can say it's trash. Whenever, I went to smoke weed. Or you can say whatever it's trash or whatever. But at the end weed. of the day, that's a face behavior. And do you the biggest and you stage of them all? They don't the mention. You know why? You know why that's such a small part. They don't even fucking mention that when they mention a when they mention a bronze accolades. They fucking omit that because it was with the fucking child. Alright, make whatever fuck kids. We're, we're gonna have to agree to disagree. <laughs> this nigga said, fuck kids on the podcast. Oh, we fuck. talked way too long on Raw. Yeah. The fucking real show is SmackDown, goddammit. <laughs> All Mez Fergus, Rey Mysterio, Samoa Joe Fergus versus Jeff Hardy. Goddamn, uh, the Dude versus the Usos is also a fucking great match. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, all this Raw shit. I use condoms anyway. I lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What are you talking about? Where did that even come from? I use condoms anyway. Wait, Raw shit, well, man. since you're going on, oh okay. Um, going back to your first question about who I don't like, Amber Moon. Yes. Am, am I the only one that's like hate that's her. confused about her character? I hate that character, guy. Like. That, are, that's are a confused? that's a big no. Um, I mean, guys, I'm really lost with Amber Moon. Let's like, just that is pause one, that's one of and them. hold the horse on Amber Moon. 
If she won that no. battle royal, would, would you have liked her? No. No. But Thank the, you, Lily. <laughs> but, but the fans liked her. Okay, great for the fans. <laughs> I don't understand the whole tongue thing. I don't understand the whole red eye. I don't understand the hair. I don't understand anything about her. But I do think she's talented. I think she's a great wrestler. But when I see her performing, I'm like, what the fuck are you? The whole... The whole at least when I see other people, I'm like, okay, I get it, you know? Uh-huh. I don't under I don't get her. I mean, Ember right now is hard to connect to other than her in ring work. When you see her and you see her move, you get excited, you're like, Oh man, that's pretty she's pretty cool. But when it comes down to her character and what she portrays on on the mic or whatever and then back backstage with with uh, segments, they haven't really given her anything to chew on. Um I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shit on Ember Moon. I think that she has some growth um to some growing to do in terms of her character. Yeah, I already, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. What do you think? Like, I don't know. Like, absolutely, I think that she has some growth to do with her character. I've already um, pushed forward the idea of her being um, some some somehow mixed with astrology or something like that. Maybe that could, it's too much over the top. But what she looks like is over the top already. So give her an over the top gimmick. See where that takes her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Member Moon is not everybody's taste, but she definitely did make Nia look great. I think on Raw. She put Nia in. She, yeah. she, she works very well with Nia Jax. She, um, uh, she sells incredibly well. So um, going forward, she, I mean, her and Tamina, her and Nia, I want to see what happens. I mean, we'll see what happens when she can pull some, something together with them. I mean, who the fuck's going to be her tag team partner against those two big-ass girls? Uh, exactly. <laughs> the bitch is dead. I can't even think of anyone that would, no, you no, know? No, no, no. Ding-dong, the bitch is dead. Uh, Milfie James. Who's Mickey James, but you know, say, oh, I like to call her Milky James. <laughs> you just wanted to get that joke in. It doesn't fit in the uh, line. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you just wanted to get Milky. Hey, I'm James. Gonna, I just uh, Milky James. Put it on the t-shirt. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta get that out there. But hey, if Mickey turns face, hey, maybe she can. She can work with her. Um, and trademark it too, please. Yeah. <laughs> There um. Anyways, moving forward to SmackDown. Please moving forward. We're an hour into the show and oh, we haven't gotten to SmackDown. Christ uh, Almighty! Shit. Okay. Yo, let's, let's yo, you started. What do you want to talk about SmackDown? I want uh, zip through this shit. Um, my best thing that was on SmackDown was able to see Almas and Rey Mysterio. That was a great match. It was a qualifying match for the Survivor Series. Um, we just we don't have to go through the whole show, even though. Um, the whole show is pretty good. Yeah. Miz and Daniel Bryan's captain of Team SmackDown. Um, Daniel Bryan is on. Daniel Bryan and Miz. Shane McMahon. Nikki Cross. So, nigga, god damn it! Can you let me get through? <laughs> Shit. Nikki Cross. <laughs> the men's Dang. Survivor Series team of Miz. Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon, Samoa Joe, and Rey Mysterio. That is going to be the men's SmackDown Survivor Series team. Um, That was the um, that was the uh, the the highlight or the theme of the show. Um, They're fucking talking. Nikki Cross debuted on SmackDown. Hey, that was awesome. Nikki Cross. Lost to Becky Lynch in her, in her debut on SmackDown. Uh, that 
As we know, Nikki Cross is gonna lose. No, motherfucker, don't. As we know, talk, nigga. You interrupt me while I'm talking. Carry the goddamn show. My thing is Nikki Cross debuting on SmackDown. I've been waiting for it to come up because she wasn't doing much on NXT after they wrapping up this whole um, Alistair Black thing on NXT. The storyline with her knowing what happened to him. It's about time they brought her up. Um, I think they did. I think it was great to see her back with the Stanley Boys and her them introduce her. But. With that being said, Nikki Cross is going to go nowhere because of her character. Nikki Cross is the mankind slash Bray Wyatt of the women's division right now. She has such a character that's psychopathic, insane, that at any moment she could win a match. So therefore, um, she's a threat at all times. Therefore, she doesn't have to win matches to be a threat. Just her being crazy makes her a threat. Her losing doesn't make her, you know, go down in people's mind of a person who can take down a champion or a a contender in any sorts. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. Hey, and with that said, <laughs> that is it on Nikki Cross. <laughs> Pull the million move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pull the what? <laughs> million move. A million move. What's a million move? Tell us what a million move is. When you just say you agree, but you don't agree, so you just go, mm-hmm. And is, you have that conversation later. My thing is, is that Nikki Cross, Nikki Cross being on the show was considered a big deal. Um, and it was a pop. But it was not the theme of the show. The cool. narrative, the narrative <laughs> of the show, is what I was leading off SmackDown with. What what you gave me the floor to do? Hey, what do you want to talk about, Chris? No, I'm just gonna run you the fuck over with my Mack truck of an idea that I wanted to get on. Hey, 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 hey! Don't 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 get hot. Don't get hot. This is this is what the podcast is about, bro. This is what the podcast is about. But yeah, Dan Bryan and, and uh, the Miz doing their thing. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't. It, it was okay. It was a cool. It was a cool evolution of their storyline. Uh, them having to be co-captains. Uh, we'll see where it goes. Shane's on the SmackDown um, team. Bray Mysterio's on the SmackDown team. And Smojo um, beat Jeff Hardy, so he's on the SmackDown team. I think the the ending to uh, the. The match was very well written. It might have been my best written, causing them to be so harmonious, him and the Miz, Dan Bryan and the Miz, throughout the, the show, until the end where we see chaos with the team. Uh, I thought was a very smart way of ending the show. So probably my best written thing. I mean, we were talking about a show when you're having continuity of writing. Um, SmackDown pretty much did its thing when... The beginning, the the beginning and the end thread of the show was one seamless thing with other things kind of, like even having Usos and the New Day uh-huh. uh, fight for a captaincy of of um of the teams too uh, as well. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like that also uh, add a little touch of. Um, continuity of what the theme and the thread of that show is going to be. Um, I think the best written thing on there was Becky's promo. Uh, we talked about her being king of the mic, uh-huh. and uh, she pretty much cut a really good promo on Ronda Rousey 
Um, again, getting me super, super hype uh, for that match at Survivor Series. Survivor Series is actually turning out to be a fucking really good card. Ronda and Becky, AJ Brock 2, Barr versus AOP, Shinsuke versus Seth. Uh, I mean, the 5-on-5 women... Uh, um, SmackDown versus Raw five or five men. The tag, uh, team. the tag team, like it's gonna be dope. It's, it's gonna, gonna be a really good card. It's gonna be really good. It's gonna be a really good card. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, and that that's. I mean, SmackDown. SmackDown, was, SmackDown okay. was really SmackDown was really seamless. It was really a good show. Like I said, everything well, kind of just kind of went by. It did go by quick, and everything didn't stay too long. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like everything kind of hit. Like even Amos and Ray worked really well. Um, Samoa Joe and Jeff Hardy worked really well. Nothing really kind of stayed long. Even though we've seen Uso and New Day like mm-hmm. a million times again, they always work well together. They work well together. They always bring something new. I think that they use the trombone in a very interesting way with uh, Cody's like uh, faint dive. It was a it was a cool spot. They had some cool spots in that match. Uh, shout out to New Day. Shout out to Usos. Um, and it, the the promo afterwards. With them showing respect for each other, I loved it, and they're gonna be in the um, teammates on uh, coming come Survivor Series, so that's dope. Um, real quick, real quick, I want to um, do a booking black on Velveteen Dream because you you said earlier that uh, Velveteen Dream can be a face, and I'm not disputing that he can be a face. We have him going into t- to, to War Games facing Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT Championship. Um, I don't know. I don't know, like why you you can't get what I'm trying to say. Where he has a higher ceiling as a heel, per se, because I think that that he has the ability to get under fans' skin in such an authentic way. NXT crowd is, is a different type of crowd than the main roster. You know what I mean? I think yeah. The only reason why is because me think differently. He's an androgynous character. What is popping right now in the world? The LGBTQ community. He's about to Not hit for everybody. He's going to hit a pocket that's super marketable that WWE has not in the social conscious time frame has done delicately. Mm-hmm. They've handled women well. They're kind of doing the same thing with black wrestlers, even though we haven't had a black champion. They're still giving prominent. Like, I have to say, New Day grabbed the bull, the bull by the balls and made them mm-hmm. look at black people or black wrestlers or themselves as commodities as something as an asset to the company. I look at Velveteen Dream as a face when he comes up. I think depending on how he's brought up, he'll be a heel. But I think that his character, how he performs, what he says, is going to eventually naturally get over. And when he eventually naturally gets over as a face, I believe that that face potential is going to be uh, kind of potential to like... um, uh, um, He's going to be a more versatile Uh Rick Rude. Okay, well, but Rick you know Rick Rude is one of the best heels of all, all but time. But also, Rick also, Rick also is a face in the business because of his flawlessness and his flawlessness. We're not talking about the business right now. But We're talking about I'm talking about to, also. To masses. I'm talking about to the masses. Rick was a heel, but also in the time of what he was. I think that I think also that Velveteen Dream in the time. 
that he is, he's not going to be a heel in this time. Okay. He's going to be a face in this time. But you also said that he's hitting a pocket. When you hit a pocket, that's a pocket. What he has to do on the main roster is hit the masses. He doesn't. Huh? He doesn't have to. He doesn't. He he only. Listen, Finn Balor hits a pocket. The only reason he hits a. The only reason why he hits the masses is because of merch. He's not presented any type of way for Finn Balor to be to the masses like, oh, that guy mm-hmm. is special. It's merch. And also what happened? He put a rainbow on something. Mm-hmm. That's astronomically puts him over somewhere else. Velveteen Dream is going to be that same pocket. He's going to be that same guy that's not really presented in anything that's spectacular, but he is going to have the Velveteen Dream experience with that promo package that WWE has. They're going to put something special again with him, and he's going to be a face. He's going to be a guy Mm -hmm. that lived out his dream, and he's going to be someone that failed, didn't give up, and became someone that is like astronomically out this world. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. You know what I mean? What you got, Millie? Go ahead. Go ahead. What you got? What you got? What you got for the dream? I just think you have a personal issue with him because it's with the LGBT or like I don't even know if he's gay or whatever. No, but I think. I don't think he's, I think no, that's I your issue. issue. No, I don't have an issue. I think that he's because if somebody sick. else came with that same gimmick, what are you gonna say? Are you gonna say the same thing? I, I'm like, I'm rooting for him though. I, I'm rooting for him, and I, I what I think though is that that androgynous character is going to get heat to where it's not going to be cool to pick on him. Okay, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. When he comes and be flamboyant and gimmicky and he's, you know, and he does, and like I said, it's all about what he's presented. But if he's coming and telling people that, like, he was a heel in NXT. But there's a. There's so are a, you saying there's like an. But are, you, are, you, are you saying that, like, he has an advantage because, like. I think he will have a. Rainbow I think I think he will. But I think he will have a built in advantage. I think. But I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But we need that. Right. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think they should be. They should be. You exactly. know, just like women becoming wrestlers, they should become. Like, there shouldn't be an issue with having gay wrestlers. And I, so that's. And I think that that's. I think that's what's going to make him a good guy. I think that's what I think that's what's going to make him appealing because people are going to first be like, "Oh, is that a gay wrestler? Oh, is that?" Mm-hmm. And then they're going to be like, "Well, does it really matter?" Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And then matter. when you see him, you see like, okay, like uh, 
dude is jacked and when he performs and he's he's eccentric, but people kind of gravitate to that. Well, we we had Goldust, we had Billy and Chuck, and they were both heel androgynous characters. I'm not saying that Velveteen can't play a face. My whole thing is that if you play him as a face, he has a shorter fall, uh, a, sh- a shorter ceiling than he does as a heel. As a heel, he naturally has this flamboyant arrogant way about him that I think could take him to a WWE championship reign as a heel per se. But as a face, I don't I don't see him holding that strap. I don't see him holding that fat strap as his face. Kinda like the Miz. I don't think I'll can ever I can never see the Miz hold a strap as a face, the WWE Championship. As a heel, for sure. You, you can get I that. I mean, a lot of people right. are going to hold the strap, period. Of course, of course. But you know, I, I just telling you earlier. I don't even think I don't even think I think Velveteen Dream is WWE Championship material. I don't think he's going to be WWE Championship material with this gimmick. Period. Hmm. I think he'll have to shred the gimmick and like how Gold does. We had the peek behind the camera. Like at some point in time, we we wondered a long time about about Goldust. Was he this? Was he that? Until like we seen him go in the ring, and then at some point in time, he got into a real feud. He took the the face paint off, and he was like, "I'm Dustin," or some shit like that, or whatever the case may be. And his whole mystique dropped, and no one. No, cared. his his mystique didn't drop. He was he was the ad, the admiration for who he was was even more. I don't remember that. When was that? Especially when did people care more about Dustin than Goldust? Well, for sure, that 2013 run with him, Cody, and Dusty won. They cared team. about the family. And that's Dustin. That's, that's Dustin Rhodes. That's, that's not, not Dustin. That's oh Dustin. Oh you're fucking kidding Justin me, is, man. He was acting Dustin. Yes, he I was know. himself. He, but what got them over was not because Dustin was Dustin. That was not a higher ceiling than Gold Goldust. You cannot tell me that. Him as Dustin is higher than Goldust. That's blasphemous. Dustin Cody and Dustin Cody together. And yes, that was that wasn't. That wasn't a gimmick, though. That's what I'm saying. That was saying. a moment, though. It wasn't. wasn't a, exactly. It wasn't a. It was a moment. But what I'm his say- ceiling is not Dustin. But, but what I'm saying is, five years later, still even at forty, that was a renaissance of gold dust. Dustin, a person. What I'm saying is, Velveteen Dream coming in and he shred the Velveteen Dream after a while, gets into a serious feud where he sheds the flamboyantness. He comes into Triple H style with some jeans and some boots, no shirt, and he goes beat somebody's ass. That's when you notice that that guy has it. That can happen in the face row, is what I'm saying. Okay, all right, all right, I see where you're going. I, I I see where you're going, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. I don't really trust WWE to make him a face and actually have hit that bust and burst him into like a, the strap the rocket to him as the face. But uh, we'll see. We'll you see. You don't have um, to strap the rocket. I mean, what, what happened to slow burn? That's why Dave's or slow burn. Like, or slow burn. That's why Dave's like one. electric. I mean, what gas, I mean gas is gas push him over the hump. You, you know? know, slow burner. He don't like all that fast cooking that the electric stoves have. <laughs> it's not necessarily you're um, a microwaver. Me? Yes. No, I am not a microwave at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> really? Really? Like, talking. You know <laughs> no, no. I'm saying what I meant by strap the rocket team is like just get him over. That's that is not going to get him over the hump. As uh, uh, him being a face and coming in and beating somebody's ass as a face. We'll see though. We'll see what they do with double team. Um, like uh, even Ricochet. You know, you can even say like a uh, uh, Book and Black 2.0. I don't think Ricochet is going to be WWE champion. With the way they're using Finn Balor, I don't, I can't, I don't know if they'll do the same thing to him. 
You know, I don't trust WWE like that. You know, you can't say that, dude. They put the they were gonna put it on Finn until he ripped his fucking labrum. He was out for eight months. So you can't say that. They put the trust in people. They put the strap on Seth until he fucking ripped his knee out. He was out for nine months. They trust people if you can make them money. Again, let's let's rope this show up. If you can make them money, they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Like them going to Saudi Arabia. Uh-huh. If Ricochet motherfucking flippity flippity flip ass can motherfucking make them some bread, they're going to put that championship on them and guess what? Congratulations to you, Trevor. You know what I mean? But he has to come in, prove himself, which he will. He's a walking video game. Yeah, absolutely. He's I a think DLC he, character. Trust me, trust me. For me, I think that he's, he's he's marketable. I think that he has the ability to be champ. But when it comes down to it, I don't trust WWE to, to pull that trigger and do that. Speaking of that, um, um, with Ricochet, he's going to be in War Games uh, TX team with Pete Dunne and War Machine against the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle Riley, and Roderick Strong. Uh, what do you think about the package on the NXT? Um, it was um, it was actually a really really good package. It was probably one of the best. It was it was actually the best produced thing on television. Um, that and possibly that Becky Lynch package that they that they put together. But I think that they were. Um, WWE has one of the best uh, promotional um, teams around. You know, they can put, they put stuff together just like NBA, just like NFL, just like ESPN, uh, just like a goddamn movie trailer. They can put something together that draw you in. Um, So that was, that was the watch NXT. Only for the package. Oh, and shout out my bro. Shout out Matt Riddle. Shout out Keith Lee. Uh-huh. Um, Cash is Ono and Matt Riddle is going to be a barn burner. They're going to beat the shit out of each other. Oh, that's going to be ill. Yeah. It's going to be stiff. And uh, shout out to Keith Lee and Matt Riddle possibly being tag team champions. That might work. Yeah. Even though I won't, I don't want my man Matt to be in a tag. Matt, Matt is going to make there to be so much money. Matt's gonna be a star, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be in tag either right now because he because he's such a good solo act. But I'm, I'm I don't mind seeing him as a tag team wrestler for a little bit and see where that takes him. Let's see. Maybe he maybe Keith Lee turns on him. I don't know. We'll see. We'll Ooh, see what down the line. That'll be crazy, Keith right? Lee, Come on, I love black guys <laughs> being healed. I love it. All right. um, but yeah, speaking of money, um, how was New Japan gonna make money with the elite leaving? Uh, I don't know, but I know WWE's about to make some money with the elite joining, man. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Um, no, nah, yeah, rumor mill. Well, not rumor mill. It was confirmed. Um, Bullet Club uh, lost a big chunk of their their members with uh, Kenny, Cody, the Bugs, Marty Scroll, and Adam uh, Page leaving and branded themselves the elite. And leaving a bullet club behind, I guess they own all the marketing to the elite and stuff like that. Uh-huh. They they got the trademark and stuff like that to them. They're they're really really smart savvy businessmen. Oh, they're so really smart. But what can, I do think is that that New Japan gets a sword in the stick on this. They create something in the bullet club. They come in. They, they didn't make create it. it. They didn't create it. That's the thing. Like fuck. New, New Japan, Japan didn't make the bullet club. New Japan did not make bullet club. Fergo did. 
he was in New Japan. You know but what I mean? No, fuck that. They gave, him the, pla- they gave him the platform to create Bullet Club on their show. I don't want to hear that shit, man. And then you have these guys, Cody, Kenny, Bucks, come in, get it over in a certain way. I and got then, you and, over. And fuck then that. disband mutual, it. It's not. The, it's a mutually exclusive. Kind of, I'm a. It's mutually exclusive. It's mutually beneficial. And how? Okay. 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 What you mean how? Okay. I bring fuck. Me, nigga, I don't watch fucking New Japan. They brought my my eyes to the product. Yeah, and, Not now your, and point, I'm leaving. Here's my point: is your eyes are leaving. My point is that your eyes are leaving. If your eyes don't it's stay, beneficial. If, you're, if your eyes don't stay on the they product, they got me there for three years. If your eyes don't stay on the product, it's New how Japan's beneficial fault. Beneficial is it? It's New Japan's fault. It's New Japan's fault. It's New Japan. They should use. They should use. Fuck that. It's New Japan's should, fault. Uh, maybe, maybe. I'm not gonna They've say that. They've had the no Bullet Club for fucking six years. They had Fergal, they had Machine Gun, they had Doc, they had AJ Styles, they had Kenny Omega, they had the Young Bucks, they had Cody Rhodes, they had fucking Kota Ibushi. They had every fucking body. If New Japan can't brand themselves to fucking make shows in the United States that outside of fucking San Jose, California, then fuck them. They don't deserve my money for me to watch. <laughs> Ain't my fault that they can't market themselves. It's not my what I'm supposed to feel sorry. I'm supposed to feel sorry that if fucking NWO leaves WCW and comes to to WWE, that WCW no longer has NWO. Fuck them. They should they should have kept them. They're not going to WWE. They're not going to WWE. They are the leaving. They're leaving. Are you kidding me? The Bullet Club are you, as the elite. Are you taking are you, that whole shit? Are at, you are you where where the fuck they're gonna go? Where where they gonna do? Where, where they should have gotten go? like because here's the thing about the Bullet Club. It's always been taken over by somebody else. You know the leaders got turned turned on, and somebody else takes the head takes the head of it. They didn't do that for. Tama and his and his gang. They didn't do that for anybody to make New Japan keep its momentum as a separate entity from the elite. And that's where I'm having my problem with it. I think that yeah, do your thing, leave Bullet Club, but get somebody over else on New Japan in the, in the process so they can keep some steam rolling. Um, I think that maybe it has reached its peak with with being the elite, drawing so many eyes and people getting all the Bullet Club shirts. I think that. Maybe it reaches peak because of the books taking control of it, and um, that's a, it's mar- like you like you. What you're saying is like, oh, I'm gonna punish them for being marketable. No, I'm not punishing anybody. Like you're, I'm saying, just help out New Japan in, on your way out. Of what are you of, saying? Of help out New Japan. Every fucking Bullet Club shirt that they have has New Japan fucking patch on it. Like, so is Bullet Club over? Is no it, is, shit. Is it defunct. It's over? It's dead? It, I mean, shout out to Tama, bro. I, I mean, I don't give a fuck. I'm not watching New Japan because Tama's there. <laughs> like, I'm going to be honest. Like, Bullet, unless Bullet Club grabs somebody. But as is, my G, like, no. Like, no. It's a big zero for me, dog. And if the elite goes to anywhere else other than the E, it's a big no for me, too. I'm not following those motherfuckers. Kenny's not the best wrestler in the world to me. Huh. The Young Bucks is the best tag team in the world to me. I don't give a fuck about Hangman Page until he gets to WWE and they give him a gimmick that I give a fuck about. And Marty Scrolls are two of fiver. Huh. Next. Hey guys, and that's uh the hot take from Chris on the Bullet Club. That right there that right there sums it up right there. It's that you don't give a fuck unless they're into the E. You don't give a fuck what they do unless they You think they're I the care e. about impact? 
No, no. I haven't watched the MLW show since I fucking stopped doing production for them. Regardless, I got homies that wrestle there. Shout out to Shane. Shout out to Phoenix. Shout out to fucking uh, Penta. Uh-huh. Shout out my nigga Cotto Brazil. Shout out Barrington. Shout out Low Key. I got homies that still wrestle there. But, I mean, dog. It's so many hours in a day. Uh-huh. And I invest myself in new stuff. You know what I mean? If it's new, it got to draw me in. Got you. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I was there for new. I was there for MLW's The Growth. I was there for New Japan watching. I was over there for the Bullet Club. I was over there for AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. What was that? Russell Kingdom 10? But here's the thing. There's nobody that drew you outside of that. I mean, I mean, there's nobody that you, when you were drawn there. I care about that, Tanahashi. That might keep you. I care about Okada. I care about Bone, bone, bone Crusher, Bone Killer, mm-hmm. Bone... Whatever the fuck it is. So if I care they, about Will Ospreay. So if they have a matches, you might go check them out. No. Okay. So you don't care that much. No. Okada's not the best wrestler in the world to me either. He's 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 a Japanese Randy Orton. Randy Orton's a good wrestler. And he's blah. And so is Okada. <laughs> wow. Uh, you see, this is the thing. When your 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 palate is just different, you know? Your palate is just different. You know, you like strong style when you like it when it's in the E. But if it's on, but if it's in New Japan, that's a lie. I watch. I, that's a that's a that's a lie, bro. I watch the G One. I watch Block A. Don't 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 like. I watch the G One. I watch Kenny and Kota beat the shit out of each other. I watch the storyline. I watch the develop. I wanted to see the storyline of the Golden Lovers of Kenny and Kota at fucking Wrestle Kingdom. I wanted Kenny to drop the belt to Dakota, and I want Kenny to go to WWE. He's done his time. He's done his bit. It's time for him to be the legit star so, that he so, is. So if you he's were, not a star. There's no stars in New Japan. So if you were New Japan, how would you book things now without that? Without the elite, I'll close up shot. What the fuck is wrong with you? After all this, they came this far just a close up shot because they're, the white guys left. Yeah, because they're about to give the they're about oh, to give the belt out. The, I don't I don't know these fucking Japanese niggas. I don't eat Japanese food, nigga. I eat Chinese food. <laughs> the fuck, nigga? I don't know. I don't know Tanahashi. Give the fucking belt to him and fucking call it a day. I don't give a fuck. All right, all right, all right. I don't care about this IWGP Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> I don't. Does Brock Lesnar have it? Does AJ Styles have it? Does Kenny Omega have it? Then I don't give a fuck. All right. Well, your New Japan commentary, I guess, will have to come from me, <laughs> guys, because Chris clearly doesn't care. Chris clearly doesn't care. And, and to, to wrap up the show, let's just um, do a segment called Does Chris Care? All right, Chris. So, Carmelo and her dance battles. <laughs> or dance dance segments, whatever you want to call it. Do you care? It depends. Do I get to see her booty? No. Mandy Rose becoming a heel and, you know, talking her shit on SmackDown. Do you care? Uh, yeah, if it gives her character. All right, all right. Um, the riot squad and them breaking the glass. Absolutely not. You don't care. I don't care. I do care that they're trying to advance Ruby. 
as like a heel, but at the same time, like Sarah Logan and Liv are lackeys mm-hmm. in that in that aspect. They don't care. Like Sarah can Sarah probably could be something, but she hasn't been presented to be anything. And Liv Morgan is just you know she's improved. Yeah, super. I like Liv. Um, um, yeah. All right, so Shayna Baszler, Kyrie saying two out of three falls at NXT War Games. Do you care? Yeah, that's a big care for me, dog. I care. I kind of like. I kind of caught it. I think I did either the show before last or whatever. But I think that 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 kind of sets the feud. If they want to go ahead and call up either one of those women up after the loss, that would be perfect addition mm-hmm. to the roster. Either or. Baron Corbin versus Braun Strowman. Do you care? <sighs> Next. <laughs> That's a no. <laughs> That's a a no. Uh, Braun Strowman and Spartan kicking security guards. I mean, that's a big yes for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> he kicked the shit out of me. <laughs> um, oh, man. Whatever they're doing with Apollo Crews, do you care? Yeah, shout out my guy. He's black. Leo Rush and Bobby Roode. I mean, Bobby Lashley. I mean, yo, what you got to say, Billy? Really? What you got to yeah, yeah. Tell him, yeah, what you got to say about Leo Rush and Bobby and Bobby Lashley. I just don't understand. Lashley! 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 Lashley. <laughs> I just don't understand why they have to put the two people that I hate the most together. You know? Leo Rush is the but man. But I think he's that... He's a go. Oh, God. He's, he's, he's actually... I actually like watching him when he's not talking. Like, if I have him on mute, he's great. He's like a little monkey, you know, jumping around. <laughs> and it's amazing. I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> I probably oh, oh shit, not like that, but he does. <laughs> you know, he's like, uh, he's super athletic. Know. And he's just, yes, I think he's very talented. I just don't like when he's talking because he annoys the fuck out of me. He's just so cocky. Mm-hmm. And it's just... I hear Vince oh, likes him, though. God. I hear that Vince is a big fan of Leo Rush. And Which is, shout out to Vince for being culturally responsible. He's not being culturally responsible. He just sees him as probably a monkey. <laughs> and he's like, let me put this monkey on air. God, God damn it. Put him with Bobby. He does flips. <laughs> <laughs> I can say it because I'm black. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, Chris. But Bobby. Oh, go ahead. Bobby. Um, you know, I was scarred by the last take he had. You, you know what take I'm talking about, right? Little oh, sisters. sisters. Oh. And ever since Leo Rush came in the picture, I don't really think about it much. So... Mm-hmm. Bobby creeped you the fuck out. Might, yeah, he did creep me the fuck out. And now I'm starting to get a little bit... What? No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Chris is over here doing something crazy. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So he doesn't creep me out as much as he used to. So I'm mm-hmm. slowly getting out of that. Um, right. And, yeah. I, I uh, want to see what else he's going to do. Cool. So I think they work well together. I just think Bobby Leo Rush shit. shouldn't yeah. talk. Bobby. I, th- I think they should both shouldn't talk, and they should just wrestle. Actually, let's do that. <laughs> let's, let's do that. <laughs> um, and with the hot take, I think that's the wrap on a reason wrestling right now. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, it's been a real. It's been a good a good episode. Um, we just we, you finish it. Finish it up with the whole so, social media stuff. 
Because oh, no. you, you got that down pat. Oh, man, no. Um, y'all, thank you guys for listening again. Uh, shout out to Millie for sticking with us. Thank you, Millie. Um, we are on Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. You can search us on iTunes, uh, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, wherever you get your podcast, uh, Podcast Republic. That's where I get mine from. Um, also, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook with that same name, Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. Check us out. Um, and we're on Twitter, RW Podcast One. Please give us a follow. Even though y'all don't, like, what the fuck? Y'all listen and follow. Shit. <laughs> uh, comment, subscribe, do what yeah. y'all gotta do. Uh, we appreciate everybody that listens. Yeah, look out for um, Charlotte's uh, character spotlight. I know we're late on that. But we'll get it to you this weekend. I mean, hashtag, we have lives, my dude. Hashtag, we have lives. I mean, there's Hashtag, a, we're not getting paid. Hashtag, <laughs> we're not getting paid. Um, but we might soon enough if y'all keep fucking with us. So we appreciate you Yeah, y'all. we really appreciate you guys. Um, we do this for love of it. And uh, just, you know, tune oh, in. And shout out to our one American Samoan listener. I don't know. Um, Usama. Come on, man. Usama. I don't know what's that, but we got us an American Samoa listener. So if that's Shout you, you. we we'll appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and with that being said, we'll catch y'all later, man. Peace out. Ciao, ciao. <laughs> Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo Pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Home is where you should feel the safest. But the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes.